0: dinner tonight we had hot dogs and kale. What's up everybody? My name is Jordan Reed.
1: And I'm Lindsay Reed.
0: And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and kale.
1: Uh, When we're not eating kale, we talk about things like cryptozoology,
0: fibrous leafy greens,
1: folklore,
0: chunky greens, ghost
1: stories,
0: slow-cooked Greens.
1: Anything spooky related.
0: That's true. Not about greens really at all, except for just a few seconds ago. Every episode, Lindsay and I will research a smattering of topics separately of one another. Lindsay will research her topics, I don't know, in a Marshalls. I'll go research my topics in a TJ Maxx. Ooh. Yeah. I'm a Maxinist. And then we reconvene inside of our home and then we discuss what we've researched with each and every one of you and each other. And this week I'm going to dedicate my portion of the show to kale.
1: (laughs) Okay. That's it?
0: (laughs) Uh, Yes.
1: Okay. Just kale in general, or like a kale salad?
0: Well, I said what I said, and if I would have wanted it dedicated to kale salads, I would have said specifically kale salad. Kale, hmm. kale. I did, I did just say kale.
1: Kale.
0: Kale in general. It's a wonderful green. It's versatile. I love kale. Kale.
1: Okay. I guess I'll dedicate my portion of the show following your food theme. Excellent. Maybe to butter lettuce.
0: Butter lettuce, yeah. It's good. Yeah, it is good. Is
1: it basically just iceberg lettuce? What is butter lettuce? All
0: right. So obviously you're not that big of a fan of butter lettuce. (laughs) Butter lettuce is not iceberg lettuce.
1: Yeah, it's different.
0: Yeah, it's different. It's smoother and softer.
1: Yeah, it's butterier.
0: It is butterier. Yeah. Yeah. hence, Hence the name butter lettuce.
1: Yeah, I like a lot of leafy greens.
0: Hey, listeners, what's your favorite leafy green? Let <laughs> us know. You can email us at SpookySpousesCast at com and let us know which leafy green you like best.
1: Maybe you're like, no, kale's <laughs> dumb. I hate kale. Spinach, that's the way to go.
0: Kale is, kale was a very trendy green in the like 2010s. Yeah. Very trendy well, green. Well,
1: so is spinach. I will say I'm not the biggest fan of spinach. It's good too thick
0: you think it's too
1: thick it's too thick for me okay
0: kind of a chonky green
1: it is a chonky green and tastes fine
0: see i was thinking you weren't gonna like this is also what married people talk about (laughs) Uh, i thought you weren't gonna like spinach because of how the aftertaste how it does taste a little dirty
1: it does have a dirty taste but i can get over that yeah if the texture is good And spinach is just a little too chonky.
0: Well, if this is your first time listening, this is our 158th episode. And, you know, this show's mostly about the paranormal, the weird, the strange and unusual clickbaity things. But right now we're just talking about greens because we missed last week. And I don't know, I guess it's because we were lacking greens in our lives, and now we've had more greens, so now we're more focused.
1: Yeah, that's very true.
0: Speaking of greens, these next few episodes are sponsored by Magic Mind. Speaking of greens, but in liquid form, Magic Mind are these tiny little green elixirs. They're like a few ounces. I forget how many ounces, Mm -hmm. but they're wonderful. They're packed with matcha, honey, Adaptogens, mushroom elixirs, nootropics, and you dump them in whatever liquid you're drinking, or you could just take them straight, or you could put them on a solid food, which might be, you know, unique and unusual.
1: Put it in your hot dog bun.
0: You can just put it on your hot dog bun, mix it with your mayonnaise and have green mayonnaise. How silly is that? <laughs> and put your hot dog right on top or your veggie dog. It gives you energy without the crash. It helps keep you focused. It prevents the whole like stressed out feeling after too much caffeine. I like them a lot. Lindsay likes them a lot too and they make you smart. They've made they've made me <laughs> very smart.
1: Oh yeah, just you. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was just thinking about when you put them in a hot dog bun, I was thinking you could get your kids to drink them and be healthier, like mix them in potatoes and be like, oh, green potatoes.
0: You could. Yeah. I just
1: did say potatoes. I feel like it's a Midwestern thing to say potatoes. Um. Okay. Uh, it might Speaking be, of being smart. It might be a Midwestern
0: <laughs> thing or it might be a Lindsay thing because you also do say sandwich instead of sandwich. Do I? I don't
1: eat sandwich a lot. Yeah. So I don't say it very often.
0: But what better to wash down a sandwich with Magic Mind, or you can have Magic Mind in the morning. I've had a Magic Mind before a bicycle ride, after a bicycle ride. I've had it when our coffee pot kind of number two to the bed. And I had one in the morning as well. And I felt the same after drinking a cup of coffee, but I did feel a little more mellow. Yeah. Well, if you want to try magic mind, you absolutely can. You can go to magicmindco slash spooky 40. That's the word spooky in the number four zero. And on checkout, you can get 40% off of your subscription. Or if you put in a regular order, you can get 20% off. And I just think that's so nice.
1: It is. Try it out. Well, last time, I honestly... You know what? I never remember what we talk about. Yeah. And then, like, randomly topics will come up. And I was like, oh, hey, I remember this macabre fact. We talked on Spooky Spouses one time. But I really don't remember what we talked about last time.
0: I literally have no recollection. No, I kind of do. You said I didn't do any work because <laughs> I we got an email from Seth... Ty called and left a voicemail. Oh,
1: I like how you remembered when I was mad at you. Well, but I wasn't mad at you.
0: No, you weren't mad. You were <laughs> m- you weren't mad. You were podcast mad.
1: Yeah, I was. I was mad.
0: Yeah, you yeah. were. You know what they say on the internet is they say you were tilted.
1: That's a thing.
0: <laughs> I don't know if that's still a thing. I feel oh. like because we're talking about it, it's not.
1: Oh, I don't think I've ever heard that before.
0: Get tilted, bro. Get tilted.
1: Like get mad.
0: Yeah, or like Or uh, get
1: like hurt.
0: They're so tilted. Okay. <laughs> yeah, tilted.
1: I don't think I've heard that the one.
0: The rate that Gen Z and isn't it Generation Alpha, which is directly under Gen Z? I think so. The rate at which they come up with new slang to me is staggering.
1: Yeah. But then they like get over things really fast, and I'm like, well, I liked that one though. What now
0: happened on? Hey, what happened to Fleek? We're not saying fleek anymore. No. What happened to Lit? We're not saying that.
1: <laughs> I mean, we can, but then now we sound like the old people. Yeah,
0: we sound Chewgy, which is also some Zoomer uh, zoomer slang, which means kind of cringy and like very predictable.
1: Oh, is that a new one or is that a past?
0: I think it's a <laughs> You're
1: just past that? one. What? Oh, okay. I think it's a past one. Okay.
0: Well, who goes first? Do you want me to go first? Do you yeah, want to go first? I
1: think I went first last time.
0: All right, I'll go first. See if I give a. See if I give a care. Get tilted. I'm waiting for my, I'm trying to get my phone to load and it's tilting me. AF. Uh, Okay. Well,
1: that one's a a sassy
0: one though. AF? Yeah. Always friendly?
1: Yeah, that's what it means. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Lindsay, do you want a story that I found or do you want an email first?
1: Uh, Do a story that you found.
0: Okay. And then we'll get into the email. Yeah. All right, fine. Okay, I haven't brought one of these in in a while. And I wanted to bring it in because it's weird. It's very strange. And I feel like things like this have happened to you specifically in the past. Not this exactly, but kind of adjacent in the same field. Okay. Now, it's from the subreddit before before you get tilted. Glitch in the glitch matrix. Glitch in the matrix, Now, yeah. you're tilted AF, IRL. <laughs> um, but before you get, before you get um, super tilted... Here's the title of the story. Okay. Thought I saw an episode of a show before it aired and told people about what happened next. I got laughed at and then it happened. Mm. Okay. So we like to say in the read house that you are like 10% clairvoyant.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I think I just overthink everything.
0: And that's why you're clairvoyant. Yeah. Well, but but you, you have like, you've predicted things Before you think about someone randomly. And then like that day you hear from them and you haven't heard from them in years. All sorts of stuff. You do weird, you do clairvoyant-y stuff.
1: It does happen quite a bit. I don't know how to feel about it. Okay. But it does happen a lot. Like I will guess things like a day before. Yeah. They happen or like hours before they happen.
0: You're just unique.
1: I just can't, I can't think of any right now. That's fine. Okay.
0: Maybe you're not in clairvoyant mode.
1: (laughs) I was going to say, they can (laughs) shut off for the night.
0: You might have shut off for the night. Like after
1: 6 p.m. it's just done.
0: Well, yeah, it's 9.34 p.m. right now. Well, because my
1: brain's like, hey, you don't want to work a 9 to 5, neither do I.
0: Oh, so you're off at 5. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: They don't start till 2, though, because they don't want to work a 9 to 5.
0: You would do 2 to 5. So
1: my brain only works from about 2 to 5 o'clock, and then it shuts off every other time.
0: When do you think your brain literally is working the best?
1: Probably in the afternoon. Really? Yeah.
0: Mine has got to be from like 6 a.m. to 10 a.m.
1: Yeah, morning sometimes.
0: My brain, you know what? I'll say my brain grips and rips in the morning. (laughs) After that...
1: It's tilted.
0: It's tilted. Yeah. Or it's just... I can't think of another one. Yeah, it's just dumb. A little dumb.
1: You do... Like, you go and go, and then when it's relax mode for you, like everything shuts off for you.
0: My brain really does shut off. I don't... I really don't think... Like, (laughs) I really don't think about anything when I'm just sitting on the couch. Like, when when you and I are just chilling out yeah. I don't I don't think about anything
1: when you say that I think of the time that I caught you when you were staring at the TV <laughs> and I looked over and you were nodding like yes to the person talking to you on the TV I remember that. And you didn't realize you were doing it but you were like answering in your brain like, oh, yeah, I feel the same way.
0: Yeah. And I have no recollection of doing it, nor have I ever <laughs> consciously looked at the TV and gone. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And yeah. You nodded. really
1: connected with whatever was happening. I did. Yeah.
0: OK, well, let's get back to the story. Ready. I thought I saw an episode of a TV show before it aired and told people about what happened. I got laughed at and then it happened IRL. This is from Baker News 6764. OK. So this happened in the 90s. I thought I saw an episode of the TV show Melrose Place oh. and everyone in my family and extended family was enthralled by it. So one night, oh, the TV show was, okay, I, I read, I interpreted what I was reading wrong. Everyone in this person's family could not get enough of Melrose Place. They loved it. Okay. So let's move on. So one night I, as a teenager, was watching late night TV. I remember that I clearly saw one of the characters that was killed off the show. It was either an accident or head trauma. I can't remember. And that person came back to life and she had a scar across her head and a wig that covered up the scar pretty good. So this is a character got killed off the show, Mm -hmm. came back to life, was wearing a wig to hide the scar. Okay. So we're all sitting around the living room watching the next installment of Melrose, short for Melrose Place. Yeah. And I stated out loud that I'd seen this episode before. I said, quote, Kimberly comes back from the dead and has a massive scar under her wig. End quote. Everyone immediately started berating me and making fun of me. That's one heck of a wig. I replied. I swear that's what happens. More insults and laughter, blah, blah, blah. And then this person said, fine, you'll all see <laughs> in a threatening it. way. And I guess they said they held a knife with their family. That's weird. I, I made that part up. Oh. The TV show hadn't shown that episode yet, but I had watched it somehow. A few weeks later, we are all doing the same thing, watching the new episode of Melrose. And sure enough, Kimberly had come back from the dead and had a huge scar under her wig. My family looked strange at me after that. Hmm. Weird. Was it like, did yeah. this person actually see an unreleased episode that was accidentally released late at night? Did they dream it? Did they think they saw it? Did they have a premonish?
1: Yeah, that's weird. Well, especially because they pointed out something from the episode that was kind of strange. And it wasn't just like, foreshadowing and it's like, oh, well, Kimberly's going to come back from the dead. It's like this specific scar and wig from that show is going to happen.
0: Like we've all watched shows and we can sort of guess what's going to happen or make an educated guess because it's not too far-fetched. But to do something like that where it's, yeah, hyper-specific to a scar and a wig, that's weird. And this
1: is before social media too. So it's not like you got like spoiler photos or leaked photos or anything.
0: That is one thing I really don't like about social media in general is that I know it's impossible to avoid all spoilers, Uh but like, you know, we haven't seen season six of Better Call Saul. Yeah. It's not on Netflix yet. And I've been avoiding any time I scroll past something and it has Bob Odenkirk or, oh, I forget who plays... Um, Kim.
1: Uh, Ray something. Ray,
0: or is it Ray? Yeah, she's the best. But like, anytime I see any of them, I just scroll past it really quick.
1: Right, because it could really ruin it.
0: I don't want spoilers.
1: No spoilers.
0: Don't spoil me. It tilts me.
1: Well, that's the thing is like, uh, we haven't watched the new Stranger Things.
0: No, we have not.
1: But it's like, there's, it's blowing up so big and there are so many spoilers out there that it's like, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that's cool that we have not seen on social media. Sure. But it's kind of ruining it because it's just constant spoilers. I agree. I like the people that are just like, hey, watch this thing. It was so good. Check it out.
0: Watch show I like.
1: Watch show. Very good.
0: I love when people just tweet, hey, watch show I like. Yeah. So fun. With an exclamation mark.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So fun is always a good review.
0: So fun. (laughs) We have a few replies to this story. There's a really long one. Uh, I'll move to a shorter one. This is from Bayou Blue. I've told this story multiple times. Wife mentioned a movie coming out. She told me the name, The Interpreter, which is the movie. Mm -hmm. And I told her we watched that months ago and I told her the entire plot. She told me it wasn't coming out until months from then, and the trailer hadn't even dropped yet. She was bemused by my insistence, which is something I say a lot, until the movie was released. We watched it and I was right. It never happened again. My question to the universe is why does this happen to me with some mediocre movie instead of a good one? That's weird. Yeah. And I don't know why people, well, I don't know why people would lie about a lot of things, but... Something about this thread, I don't know, it screams truthful to me. It's weird.
1: Yeah, well, because like I've had, well, not with necessarily shows or movies or anything like that, but like I've had foreshadowing stuff happen to me personally. Yeah. So it is weird. It is. I don't know how to take it because it's like, do I actually predict things or I know things that are going to happen Or is it just the way our brains work and we just know certain outcomes of things and some people can like gather and collect that information faster than others? I don't know. I don't know either. It's a a weird thing.
0: Here's another one, another reply from every name taken nine. So I'm assuming this is the ninth person with the username every name taken. (laughs) My family used to have satellite TV called Echo Star, the kind with a dish that moved around. There were 13 satellites and many of them were just static oh 13 satellite stations I guess randomly I was random say
1: 13 satellites at their house
0: yeah that's a lot of satellites <laughs> like,
1: like I think there is more going on in that family than just them having satellite internet
0: I think they're trying to talk to aliens I
1: think they are aliens
0: are you all trying to talk to Zemulac yeah are you all trying to talk to gleepclop I bet yeah okay Random uh, random programming would be found on such channels. On one such Sunday morning, I was surfing through them and found a broadcast by Fox. An episode of The X-Files was on, which I watched, and then the channel went back to static. Okay, so randomly just one X-Files episode popped on and then mm-hmm. went away. Later that night, the same quote-unquote brand new episode aired. I tried to tell my parents I already saw it and they didn't believe me. Probably not a glitch, maybe some technical reason I don't understand, but it's still weird. So maybe that one was just, someone says, networks sometimes send programming to local affiliate uh, affiliate stations, maybe you just got lucky. Someone said, this just happened to me when Stranger Things Volume 4 released. Okay, all right. Uh, I've had this happen with certain books. Another person, Anon457, I swear the same thing happened with me with Mr. and Mrs. Smith, the the Brad Pitt (laughs) and Angelina blockbuster hit. Yeah. I remember seeing the trailer come on and thinking, why are they showing a trailer? This movie's been out for months. Apparently it had not been out for months, except I definitely remember someone watching it. It wasn't me, but I remember walking through and my attention got caught by one scene. I'm not sure what room they were in, but they both had guns and they were hiding from each other. I also specifically remember it was Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, and they were playing assassins who married each other, yada, yada. This movie came out in 2005 when I was 17. I remember seeing this when I was 13. Huh. Weird.
1: Was it a remake?
0: Maybe. I don't know.
1: I don't know either.
0: Maybe they saw, if it was a remake, maybe they saw the OG and then they did a weird backwards fill-in-the-blank memory with Brad and Angelina.
1: Yeah, well cuz sometimes like when people tell you something you're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's what happened." But really if it just sounds familiar, you kind of just start substituting things. This actually like this whole topic reminds me of how like Wild West TV was back in the day. Yeah. Like late night programming was so weird. And there would be like random stuff on.
0: There really would be. Because
1: there was like, I mean, back in the day when we were younger, it was like some stations cut out. Like they were static after yeah. what, like 11 or, 10 or something. Or something. <laughs> yeah. So like there would be like late night weird programming. That's when you saw like the weird psychics and Miss Cleo. And there was some weird stuff going on in late night. Yeah. Television. Because
0: like. From whatever, whatever hour the TV cut off. I mean, it's like in Poltergeist where it would play the national anthem. Yeah. And then it would just be off. Right. TV was done for the night.
1: And it's just so weird.
0: It is weird.
1: Because I feel like I do remember like a couple times like there just being some odd, weird program on really late at night. Like when you couldn't sleep or you woke up at like 3 a.m. or something.
0: I remember waking up one night and I had slept with the TV on, and I woke up one night, and the remake of Invasion of the Body Snatchers was on. Yeah, and I remember just being like, "Why is this on TV?" <laughs>
1: yeah, they used to make it even creepier because it was it was like the psychics and the old scary movies and or it public
0: was, access TV. Yeah, it and... was
1: weird. That's it when, was like, weird. I mean, we had the ghoul in Cleveland. Yeah, was which... it
0: something Gouillard-y? Yeah, the
1: ghoulardi something, but he was this, like, scientist, mad scientist, whatever, and you'd join into him and he'd play old, scary
0: movies. And do, like, little skits. And
1: he would do little skits. He was, like, the creepy Bill Nye.
0: He was. For any of our Cleveland or Northeast Ohio-based listeners, when I was in high school one time, I played a concert where the ghoul was, like, emceeing the whole concert. Yeah. And I remember hanging out with him with my buddies downstairs in the green room and he spent a half an hour trying to hollow out the center of a kielbasa so he could (laughs) stick a cigar in it so it looked like he was smoking a kielbasa on stage oh fun and i remember thinking what a cool dude (laughs) this dude's like 65 just hanging out with a bunch of high schoolers hollowing out a kielbasa
1: this is my people right here
0: he just passed recently right
1: I think he passed a while ago.
0: Rest in peace, the ghoul.
1: The ghoul. Shout
0: out the ghoul, wherever you are. Yeah. Okay, we have a few minutes. I want to get into an email that we got. Okay. And this is from Morgan Raquet.
1: Yeah. Now,
0: we know Morgan as being Eli who does music, who wrote the theme song and all the music you hear in the episode, his sister.
1: Yeah. And she does not have flute arms.
0: Nope, she's actually very strong and powerful.
1: Yes, she is.
0: So we got an email from Morgan Riquet. And you can send us an email too if you'd like. We love it. We encourage it. SpookySpousesCast at gmail.com.
1: See, even Molly's excited.
0: She said, please email us. She probably (laughs) actually, she said, just why did you stop petting me? Yeah. Okay. Hi, Spooky Spouses. So I've been sitting on this one for a while, but I could use your input. The building that I work in is an awesome historic mansion that was built in the mid-1700s and finished about 1762. Fun side note, a later owner was a signer of the Declaration of Independence. Oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. We're pretty used to weird disembodied things around here. Voices in the lobby when no one else is there, the sound of doors opening or footsteps on the stairs when I know I locked the front door, kind of run of the mill for this place. Just your basic ghost stuff.
1: Yeah, just ghost pranks.
0: One day, maybe six to seven months ago, I was walking through the main living room and I heard a sound behind me. You know how your brain hears something and then runs through a Rolodex of what did I just hear before it registers? So in a matter of split seconds, I thought, cat, baby fussing, woman calling for help really quick. Okay. There were no cats around, no babies. So, oh shoot, Morgan says. And she actually wrote shoot. She did not write the S word. But then a few months later, it occurred to me that while I couldn't say for sure when this painting she attached a photo of had showed up in the living room, it had not always been there. No one else knows where it came from either. So now we move it from room to room, trying not to be personally haunted. And the picture that Morgan attached is a picture of like a little baby holding a baby doll with a weird cat. So Mm. two out of the three sounds that Morgan registered. A cat doing a thing or like a baby fussing. And it just
1: showed up in one of the living rooms at the place she works at. Huh.
0: My question is, do you think it could be a super spirit merger of this cat girl with crazy bodybuilder muscles? That sounds very scary. Yeah. How do I appease it? Am I allowed to keep it like a pet? What do man baby cat ghosts do for fun? If we put this painting in the attic, are we definitely doomed? Thanks, Morgan, A.K.A. Eli's non-flute arm older sister. <laughs> P.S. If you ever find yourself in Philly and want a pal to go to Penhurst Eastern State Penitentiary or the Mutter or the Mutter Museum, we are happy to host. Morgan, that's very cool. And here yeah. and thank you for your email. And here are the photos that Morgan attached. So oh, that there's, is a
1: pretty creepy uh, look painting.
0: At, look in the bottom left. Of that painting. There's is that, that.
1: So that's a little cat.
0: It's a little creepy cat with like a man face.
1: And is the child pointing at the cat?
0: The child's holding a doll. That's all I know. I don't know where it's pointing. Yeah. So
1: that's weird. It like it's it is a very demanding looking child.
0: Oh, it does look like the child is just pointing at the weird cat. Yeah. And it looks like the child. It's like Rugrats on the old Rugrats show. It we'll looks have like to post it. the child has like a old, an old face, an old person face. <laughs> so weird, Morgan. I don't know what to do.
1: I wonder if that that baby wants its cat back.
0: The baby wants his cat back, or maybe the cat wants away from the baby.
1: Oh yeah, that's probably both.
0: You think it's like a like? Because
1: think about like a kid dynamic. It's usually like the cat or dog wants nothing to do with the baby. And the baby is just like, I'm going to smack at you. And I love you.
0: You think in in the paranormal world, this little baby is just like mad because the cat doesn't want to play with it. And the cat is mad because the baby wants to play with it.
1: Yeah, it's like purgatory for both of them. Like the cat is like, man, why am I stuck in this purgatory with this baby chasing me around? And then the baby is like, why am I stuck in this purgatory where I can't get
0: my cat? I want my cat. I want my cat. You know, my Kiki. Where's my Kiki at? (laughs) Where's
1: my Kiki? Where's a Kiki at? Maybe if you leave little cat things around. (gasps) What if you leave cat toys? There we go. Move. You know, you have a cat ghost, which could be cool. Baby ghost, maybe not as cool.
0: No, baby ghost. I would say significantly worse than cat ghost. Yeah. Okay, get a little cat toy. Was catnip invented in the 1700s? I'm sure it was. I don't know. Probably. Probably as a plant. Sure. Yeah, whatever. Unless they grew it in a lab in the (laughs) Pentagon.
1: Well, cats grew it.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, duh. Sorry.
1: Yeah, the rebel cats.
0: And that's my mistake. Yeah. So maybe get some cat toys. Go to the dollar store or go on Facebook Marketplace and look for old and search up old crummy cat toys. And then find some catnip, maybe.
1: <gasps> oldcrummycattoys.com. Old
0: Go to oldcrummycattoys.com <laughs> and look around for some old crummy cat toys. You can even check out the um, sale category that's just called crappy cat toys. Yeah. Um. And what if you leave one or two out around where the painting is and maybe something will happen? Maybe. maybe. You have security cameras in there? You got like those cool wise cameras? Lindsay's mom has like 5,000 of those things.
1: Yeah, she has she a lot. send like, you one. Anybody breaking into my mom's house, this is a mistake.
0: Yeah, because you're going to get recorded.
1: You're going to get paddied.
0: Yeah, good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Get tilted, idiot.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, if you have a cat ghost, cool. If you have a baby ghost, ugh. ah. Sad. Yeah, sad. Sad. But, I mean, I guess cute, if it's like a fun baby.
0: Nope, I would still think sad. It
1: might be a fun baby.
0: Still wouldn't want that hanging out where I work. A fun baby? Yeah, of course. I don't want a fun baby... (laughs) Which specifically a go? It was a real fun baby, yeah, sure, but it's also like I'm at work, I'm trying to do my job.
1: But that can be easier though, because like people that are really like have real babies, they're like, oh, I really love my baby, but like sometimes I just want a break. With ghost fun baby, you get the joys of baby, but you can leave it because it can fend for itself.
0: Sure, but what if it doesn't like being ignored? Then you have mad baby ghost.
1: Yeah, that's true. And it might have special powers. It might
0: have special powers or unique abilities. Kids already abilities. do weird
1: things. Ghost baby yeah. might do
0: really weird things. Exactly. So okay. fingers crossed it's a ghost cat or it's a cat ghost. Yeah. Leave some toys out for the cat. If nothing happens, I hate to say it, leave a little stuffed animal or like something. Because in the photo, the little the, that little child is holding a doll.
1: Oh, yeah. Maybe leave a a doll out. Yeah. See which one moves. Then you know what ghost you have.
0: And if they both move.
1: And start a poll at work. Say, do you think we have ghost cat or do you think we have ghost baby? Do
0: you think we have? Yeah. Yeah. I would say ghost baby. Don't phrase it as fun baby. Because then you could lead people's decisions. Like, well, of course I want the fun baby. Yeah. Ghost cat, ghost baby. Which one do you think we have based on what you've heard or what everyone's heard? And then, I don't know, fingers crossed. And then maybe you could also make a little bit of money off of this, which is nice.
1: Yeah, like that could be a fun thing. Like Yeah, gambling. (laughs) Gambling and winner takes all. Yeah. Or like that person gets like a special cake or something. Like special cake. (laughs) Well, whoever okay, this is the thing. So yeah, they whoever, get a special cake. Whoever votes like Ghost Cat, and it actually is Ghost Cat because those toys have been played with, then they get a they get a cake that say like Congratulations, Ghost Cat, and they only yeah. get to eat it, and you don't. You have to watch them.
0: Yeah, the people who guessed Ghost Baby have to sit ten feet away from them and watch them all eat the ghost cake. <laughs> That'd be fun. That would be fun. Yeah, punish them. Yeah. Well, Morgan. Thank you so much for sending us an email with two photos as well. We love getting emails. We love getting voicemails. We have some more in the can, which we got to get to. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Very, very creepy painting. I hope it's okay.
0: You know what I'll say? I don't like the painting. No. It's scary. If that were anywhere in our house, it wouldn't be in our house. I would be gone.
1: Yeah. I don't know.
0: It's an awful looking painting. Yeah. Nice. Great. Well, speaking of getting rid of things because you're cleaning them up, we're going to go to the haunted housekeeping zone. And then when we come back, Lindsay has something planned.
1: I do. I have some, well, I had a topic and I was like, yeah, this is going to be a good one. And then I kept reading it and I was like, this actually got boring. So then I found a couple other topics and I was like, I'll just throw in a couple of these. And then I was like, those are cool and scary. But then I was like, Ooh, I found a
0: really interesting topic.
1: So I have a lot. Great. Great.
0: That sounds awesome. Okay. Yeah, I'm not tilted at all. No. Okay, well, we'll see everyone in the Haunted Housekeeping Zone in three, two, one. Hello, weary traveler. Welcome to ye old haunted housekeeping area. Hey, how are you? Maybe we have some stuff in the haunted housekeeping area that you can use with you and take with you on your journey. That's kind of the metaphor we're going for here. Like a, you know, like a... (laughs) like a play pretend.
1: Yeah, and speaking of journeys, say maybe something spooky related has happened to you, or maybe you just need some advice because you have a ghost living in your house, go ahead and give us a call on our haunted hotline.
0: Yeah, you can call or text whenever you would like. The phone number for our haunted hotline is 803-816-2667 or
1: 803-816-BOOZE.
0: B-O-O-S, like the plural word of what ghosts say.
1: And we'll try our best to give you advice or maybe find a solution.
0: Yeah. And again, I think try is the key word. Yeah. If you have something strange happening around your house, if something happened to you or a friend or a family member in the past, if you feel like you can predict the future, if you found something at a yard sale and maybe you like didn't buy it, but you stole it, you brought it home and you feel like now your house is haunted. Call and let us know.
1: We want to hear about it.
0: Honestly, we'd like nothing more. Again, the phone number is 803-816-2667 or
1: 803-816-BOOZE. Do you also need some really cool spooky drip? you can go ahead and check out our (laughs) friends over at Discount Cemetery. Everything is handmade, hand screen printed in LA with two really cool people.
0: And for those of you who might be over 35 and you don't know what drip is, it's clothing and accessories.
1: So hop on over, or I guess I don't know what's a spooky word for hop on over.
0: A spooky word for the phrase hop on hover, over.
1: Hover, hover on in to discountcemetery.com.
0: That's true. You can f- you can manifest your plasma essence if you're a ghost. And go to DiscountCemetery.com and check out their wide range of haunted shirts, ghosty type things. Very fashionable drip.
1: I love all their stuff. It's so comfy. It's so well made. And it's so...
0: I think Lindsay and I own maybe 7 or 5,000 pieces of Discount Cemetery clothing, and we love it.
1: So check them out on social media at Discount Cemetery or shop online at DiscountCemetery.com.
0: They just released a camo hoodie that says Cemetery really big on it, and it's very cool. If you're a fan of our show and you want to listen to other shows on the Scavengers Network, you can.
1: No way, really? How do I do that?
0: Well, it's very easy, Lindsay Marie. You can just go online and check out the ScavengersNetwork.com, or check out Scavengers Network on basically all social media platforms and learn about all the shows we have on the network.
1: I'm just kidding. I already do.
0: That's great. <laughs> <laughs> shows like Myth Takes... Unnatural 20s, side character quest, blink and you'll miss it, timeline scavengers, FMK all day, the amateur detective club and a whole bunch of other fun shows.
1: Tons of great people and ourselves included on the scavengers network. I know I said that like a robot, but I swear I'm not.
0: But spoiler, Lindsay's a robot.
1: I'm a robot. <laughs>
0: And hey, if you've been with us for a while or you're just listening and you like our show and you might kind of like us, even though, you know, you don't know us in real life, we would love it if you gave our podcast a rating or a review. It would really help us out.
1: Even if you don't like our show and you don't want to review our show, maybe just give it five stars because, you know, give back, right? Yeah, it's nice. It's nice.
0: Well, see you later. Bye-bye. Podcube. 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 Our Podcube devices are able to record audio from any time or place, in space or time or place. And this is what they're picking up. I hate flowers. flowers. I feel like a poop seller. I feel like I'm selling poop. There's a whole baby Mark Zuckerberg in here. Is it real? I I don't think so, but it's wet and it doesn't smell good. Did you smell the mouth? No, I didn't. Hi, welcome to Circuit City. Can I help you find anything Now, politely, just shut up. I'm going to take this off pot dip it some sauce Ooh, hard to eat bet you'd be harder to eat without all the sauce on search podcube in your podcast app or go to powered dot podcube the future is yesterday
1: welcome back to little dangerous animals I always try to think of something creative, and then when it, I just let it flow. Yeah. And then it's not very creative.
0: Yeah, but you got to bring it back with a little more energy, though.
1: I know you yell at me all the time to do that. I just don't have a lot of energy.
0: Yeah, I'm not yelling at you, though. Oh. Ready? Three, two, one.
1: Do you want me to say the same thing?
0: Yeah, just say it with more chutzpah. Three, two, one.
1: Welcome back, my wild little animals.
0: That's pretty good. Yeah, great.
1: Yeah. Nice. Little explorers. Okay. (laughs) Well, I guess it. If you're the animal, you're not the explorer. Well, animals are ex- the explored.
0: Animals explore.
1: <laughs> that's true. I the, guess everything explores.
0: Everything explores. Yeah. I think inanimate objects or places get explored.
1: Yeah. Well, but I'm a, sure a place you can explore because, like, what about the root system exploring?
0: Wow, that's <laughs> wow. I'm gonna add a bong noise after you said wow. that. Um, you know, our bodies have been explored by doctors, I'm sure. Yeah. Inside and out, literally. Yeah. Our
1: bodies explore our our environment.
0: Yeah, they do.
1: Exploring.
0: <laughs> Isn't that weird to think that there's been people who have explored inside of your body that are paid to explore in your body?
1: Uh, you know what's always funny is like when you're out hiking and stuff, uh, somebody always writes like explore out of rocks or sticks or something.
0: We saw it one time on a bench.
1: Yeah, it's like, I know. That's what I'm doing. I'm out here. Yeah.
0: I Explore. am exploring. But they wrote it in sticks and it was on like... I don't
1: need someone to tell me that.
0: No. And it was like, it wasn't even like a hiking trail. It was like a small little, like, you pull over to the side of the road and you walk 10 feet and you go see a thing. Yeah. Explore. Yeah, we are. We're doing it. It's like... Quit it's telling like, me to do it. Yeah. It's like in a grocery store. If you were to see someone like write, like, I don't know, in mayonnaise or eggs shop yeah we eggs. are eggs eat oh, eggs
1: that'd be really funny to like write in eggs eggs
0: yeah that'd be really funny to write that'd be so funny eggs and <laughs> eggs
1: well I talk about dangerous animals because my original topic was the most dangerous animal in each state in the us
0: oh nice
1: and I thought it was going to be really exciting but it kind of wasn't I mean it's interesting. Because, like...
0: What's Ohio's?
1: Dogs.
0: Oh, what? Yeah. Just mean dogs?
1: Well, because, like, Ohio, Michigan, all that stuff, like, there's more dog attacks than, like, any other animal.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. Because they're dogs. What's Alaska? Bears?
1: Uh, I forget what or Alaska moose. was. The list is kind of out of order, because why put things in alphabetical order? That's silly. I'll read a few of them. Connecticut is bobcats.
0: Oh, nice.
1: Uh, but it is one of the safest states in the U.S. Minus from, the
0: bobcats. From
1: major predators. Well, because you think about it, bobcats kind of hide.
0: Yeah, and they're a lot. Um, but they're also cute.
1: Utah is deer.
0: Oh, maybe like car accidents and stuff?
1: Yes. So a lot of these are kind of like uh, because animals exist and we like to hit them with machinery.
0: I hit a deer recently... I wasn't going very fast. I just crested a small hill and I saw it and I maybe hit it going about 10 miles an hour. But when I hit the deer, its legs were, you know, like fully extended on the ground, just like standing up.
1: Yeah. And when
0: I hit it, it was fine. Poor babe. It was, I think it was fine because it looked yeah, like. Yeah, you
1: thought it was fine. He got hit by a car.
0: It was only going like 10 miles an hour. Okay. But when I hit it, it looked like, like if you ever, if you've ever played like the Sims or whatever, like you clicked something with your mouse and just drug it. Like it didn't. Yeah. Like it didn't. Like its legs were still perfectly straight. It looks like it just slid back like you twenty stood feet. At it. it just went ring. Like I click and drug it with a mouse, <laughs> and then it just kept walking.
1: It was fine. It
0: was weird.
1: It's that's happened to it before. I think.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it, knows, but... <gasps> it just tightens up.
1: Hey, weird one, Oklahoma. What do you think Oklahoma's most dangerous animal
0: is? Oklahoma. Yeah. Oh, but you said it's weird.
1: Yeah. Shark. No, but um, tigers. What? Because there's such a large population of people that have exotic animals.
0: Oh, is that where Joe Exotic was? Was he Oklahoma? Maybe.
1: I thought they were like towards Florida or something like that.
0: I know Carol Baskin was in Florida.
1: Oh, maybe he was like He might have been. I don't know. Quit trapping these exotic animals. No,
0: and like chill out, Joe Exotic.
1: (laughs) Oregon uh, bees, wasp, yellow jackets. Okay, interesting. Big one. Kentucky is domestic cattle.
0: Oh, I get that.
1: Yeah, I mean, those things get mad and...
0: They'll get you.
1: Yeah. A lot of blunt force trauma injuries, it says. Okay. Um, Louisiana hornets, wasps, and bees. Kentucky was the brown recluse spider. We do have them here.
0: I thought you said Kentucky were cows. No. What's cows?
1: Oh, yeah. Kentucky is domestic cattle. (laughs) Tennessee, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Tennessee is brown recluse. I was oh, going from memory.
0: Gross. Uh,
1: Alabama is dogs. Uh, South Carolina, also wasps and hornets.
0: I like how you said this list was boring, but you're still going through the list.
1: Well, because it is interesting. Wisconsin, <laughs> don't want to go to Wisconsin now because ticks.
0: Yeah, gross. Ticks are disgusting. It
1: kind of like tells you like where you want to go, but then a lot of it is like, oh, venomous snakes, bees, that's fine. Deer, I can deal with that. Uh, Massachusetts just has stinging insects.
0: Okay. So I guess
1: that's just a big variety
0: of insects that'll get you. Yeah. Yeah. Scary. I don't want to go there.
1: Yeah. Washington's coyotes. But yeah, that was my original topic. And then when I realized (laughs) oh, the U.S. doesn't have like animals like Australia does. I was like, what was I expecting?
0: Yeah. Australia Australia is one of those places that I would be, I would always go out in pants, a long sleeve shirt. I would wear something over my face. <laughs> there are just so many creatures that want to get you.
1: Yeah, they just really want to get you.
0: I mean, I want to go there because I think it'd be cool to look at like the continent. It's humongous. Right. There's so much of and Australia. It's beautiful. Yeah, but I would be so scared about every bug.
1: But all the scary animals are like, oh, beautiful place. That's where I want to reside exactly they love it
0: imagine like trying to like pet a kangaroo like because a lot of times they like to just lay down yeah and then publicly just getting the crap kicked out of you by a oh big mammal some, Ooh, of,
1: some of those videos with those like really buff kangaroos that is terrifying
0: i think those are like the alphas of the like little kangaroo group yeah. yeah, and they look like weird, muscular humans.
1: They're so they're, scary. They're
0: really, It's really upsetting to look at. Yeah. Okay,
1: well, speaking of more animals, I'll take you over to Tokyo. Okay. Because right now, people in the southwestern Japanese city have come under attack from monkeys that are trying to snatch babies, biting and clawing at flesh, and sneaking into nursery
0: schools. So, monkeys in Tokyo are trying to steal babies.
1: Yes. The attacks on 58 people since July 8th are getting so bad that the Yamaguchi City Hall hired a special unit to hunt the animals with tranquilizer guns. The monkeys aren't interested in food anymore So traps are not working. They have targeted mostly children and the elderly. Oh, my gosh. So it's like they're just smart enough that they're like, we're just attacking now.
0: Yeah, sure. Food's good. But humans have more food on them and we could get them.
1: Well, an official said, quote, they are so smart and they tend to sneak up behind to attack you. Often grabbing at your ankles or your legs.
0: Oh my gosh. (laughs) We were just talking earlier about like the rise of artificial intelligence and how it's, you know, it's a good thing and it could also be a bad thing in certain respects. And everyone I think is afraid of the singularity where, isn't the singularity where like the computers just sort of take over the world or whatever, but now I'm way more afraid than like like a real life Mammal threat.
1: Planet of the Apes.
0: Yeah, Planet of the Apes, IRL. Now that's got me tilted thinking about that.
1: Well, they actually have instructions for the city. They said, when confronted by a monkey, the instructions are, do not look them in the eye. Make yourself look as big as possible as spreading open your coat then back away as quietly as possible without making sudden moves.
0: Okay. I want everyone, if you're in a place where you can do this and you're wearing a jacket. Yeah. If you're listening to this episode in the future, in the wintertime or fall, do that. Just open your jacket up really big and step away backwards very slowly. It's a weird look.
1: Yeah. Well, and there are the monkeys too that you like see that are like peacefully bathing in the hot springs.
0: Yeah, you mean they're fueling up.
1: Yeah, so basically they've always had monkeys around this town, Mm -hmm. but they've never seen anything like this. Like the monkeys have always stolen. It's always been food derived, you know, they want to eat food. So they come and you know, steal your wallet and your purse and your food. But yeah, just to straight up be like attacking you now.
0: I get, well, I don't know because I've only heard about it in a few, but I learned about a thing in a summer course I took one time called, now this is kind of, this is like real life. This is like kind of gross. Mm-hmm. A lot of chimpanzees, at least specifically chimps or bonobos. I, I forget which one. And you know what? I'm going to stop apologizing because I'm not that smart, but I'll just keep <laughs> okay. going. But they will do this thing called infanticide, where if a monkey wants to appear stronger and powerful, they'll find like... I don't think it's like any monkeys in their own little group, but they'll find like a neighboring group and they'll like find the babies and kill them.
1: Right. But Lions now do the same thing. Right. But now they're moving on to human babies.
0: Yeah. Which is so scary.
1: Yeah. It's very scary. I mean, I always worry about going over to these countries with all the monkeys and stuff and like them just touching me.
0: Oh, well, sure. Yeah. It's
1: like, I don't <laughs> want the thing to try to eat me.
0: Now, I grew up really liking monkeys. I know you've never really been a fan because no. you get the, the, the heebie-jeebies from them. Don't like them. But getting older, because, you know, when you're younger, you watch the nature documentaries, or at least I did, where they were like playing and swimming and doing all this stuff. But then you get older and you learn more about them.
1: And you're like, it's scary.
0: And then you go, oh, those things are really scary. There was the one like in the 90s or whatever where this woman owned a monkey or a chimp as a pet and it just ripped her face off of the body. Yeah, it got
1: mad at her. Well, she was like pampering it like a child.
0: And then it tore her face off. It's
1: like, well, yeah, I mean.
0: Wasn't, didn't, uh, didn't that lady also get like a successful face transplant?
1: She did, I think. I don't know if it was one of the first ones, but... I know we're originally from Cleveland. They did one of the very first successful face transplants, which is pretty crazy.
0: Do you think in the office or in the hospital where it was happening, do you think they referred to it as getting Travolta because of face oh, off face with off. Nicolas Cage and John Travolta? Well, would
1: they call it Nicolas Cage or Travolta?
0: I think it sounds better if they're like, all right, well, we have a Travolta at 12 o'clock or, well, we got a Nick Cage at 12 they
1: They're like, do you want the Cage or the Travolta?
0: And Travolta. you only
1: get those two faces.
0: Yeah. Travolta. <laughs> yeah.
1: There's just a lot of cages walking around. They're just
0: copies of Nicolas Cage's yeah. face or John Travolta's face.
1: Yeah. They just have the one the, or the two molds.
0: Yeah. That's it. Sorry. That's all we get. That's, that's all we have right now. That's what our budget allows us to get. And they're really inexpensive. <laughs> um, I forget what I was saying. But, oh, yeah. Getting older, I realize that they're scary. Like
1: They're wild animals.
0: Seeing... Um, When we were living in Columbus, we went to the Columbus Zoo a few times and seeing the mandrills. Yeah. Now, if you don't know what a mandrill is, they're those like stocky gray monkeys with the giant colorful face and the big purple butt. Mm -hmm. And they have teeth that are like six inches. Like, oh my gosh. Imagine, imagine one of those just getting you.
1: Yeah, there was like little monkeys in there too. And it was like threatening all the little monkeys.
0: And I remember seeing some of the little monkeys in there. Like I know they were little monkeys and they're and they just kind of doing their thing. But I remember seeing them catch a toad and just kill it. Yeah, yeah they're because... just, it's just a lot. It's, it's a <laughs> lot. It's a lot to process.
1: Well, getting off the animal thing, a recent story broke when Kendra Walden spotted the figure resembling the evil protagonist from the 1980s film Child's Play Horror Movies and posted alarming photos on Facebook. A lookalike prowled the neighborhood in overalls, a striped shirt, and long red hair just much like the movie Villain. Like Chucky? Yes. I almost had a heart attack, Walden wrote. Apparently, The doll turned out to be a five-year-old kid named Jackson who likes to wear old Halloween costumes. (sighs) (laughs) So basically, Grandma was watching him. He was wearing an old Halloween costume, which he was dressed up like Chucky, and he was walking around the neighborhood without anybody realizing that and scared all the neighbors. And I have not seen the video, but apparently he just did his thing and walked around the neighborhood and terrified everyone and went pretty viral
0: okay so there was this thing happening i i don't know if it's still going on but there was this thing happening around mansfield ohio specifically yes where people were dressing up as clowns Mm -hmm. and just standing off to the side just almost directly out of like car light shine
1: and just hanging out
0: and just standing there just waiting for cars to drive by we
1: saw one in columbus one time we were driving and i don't think you saw it because you were like wait what Cause I was like, there's a clown standing by the fence over there. And we were like some random suburb of Columbus. Oh,
0: gross. And I
1: was like, there was a clown when that trend was happening. Just he was just standing there. And you missed it because you were obviously driving. But
0: Or I was probably, you know, texting and then driving. <laughs>
1: yeah, because that's safe. Yeah. But yeah, we saw one of those people just standing up dressed like a clown.
0: Well, first of all, if you if you haven't seen it, just Google Mansfield clowns. <laughs> But yeah. what would you what would you rather see a clown walking through your neighborhood at night full a uh, you know full adult size or Chucky size walking around your neighborhood which cool. one would be how about which one would be worse to see
1: I think the full man size like clown yeah because that's like a an adult person yeah that like could be hurting people true when I see like a little Chucky it's like that's weird and unusual but is that a child. Or is that a weird doll?
0: And I don't like, know. I feel
1: like I could. I mean, multiple Chucky movies. People always kick Chucky. Yes, that is a good tactic to get away from Chucky is to kick, kick it. Yeah, kick. Because it's little, but it can't grab onto you.
0: Yeah, it'll it, it'll grab it'll grab onto you just like a monkey trying to steal you.
1: Yeah, that's true. It is kind of like you know our rendition of the monkeys. I think Chuckies.
0: I would it would be worse for me to see a Chucky walking around. Really? Only Why? because it's less common uh-huh. to see a tiny thing. I wouldn't know if like because of the size, I would have a really difficult time thinking if I need to defend myself from that little thing walking around. Right. How would I do it? Kick it. Yeah, but I would feel bad because it was little. And I'm like, what if it is a child? But it's
1: trying to bite you. What? Now it's I don't know it was trying to you. bite me at first. Oh, if it's not attacking you, then no, don't kick it.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't just see it walking across the street, open my door and just <laughs> run out. Here I come, coming to kick you. And then <laughs> kick, kick it. Yeah. Getting a lot of speed for kicking.
1: The child kicker.
0: I, yeah, I think I, I would hate seeing a little Chucky more than an adult sized clown. Now I would hate both. yeah. It's kind of like asking me, do you want $20 or $21? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd rather have $21, but I would still really like $20.
1: Right. Yeah. I guess this little kid's blown up. People are even asking him to go to birthday parties. But I was thinking like, who wants a Chucky to show up at their birthday party?
0: Yeah. And also, we do this thing as a, as a society. We see one thing online and we're like, I want it. I wanted to do the thing. It's like the kid yodeling in Walmart.
1: Yeah, it's like you want to get all the memes and have them at your birthday.
0: Yeah, because it's topical and funny, and then you just throw them to the curb later. Yeah. What is that kid from Walmart doing these days? It's because it's because a bunch of millennials told him to go to Coachella. They got him in Coachella. He performed with some people. I think he released an album. Who knows what he's doing now? Yeah. Just let him be a funny thing.
1: Okay. Here is my last topic that I have. Okay. And I think it's pretty. The first ever scan of a dying human brain reveals life may actually flash before your eyes.
0: Oh, neat.
1: So the article is pretty long. I'll kind of sum it up a little bit. So... Unfortunately, an elderly patient was doing a routine test and they were doing like a CT scan or something like that already. Okay. Well, this patient basically started to die or died while it was happening.
0: Oh. So
1: they already had the equipment scanning their brain. And on there, it basically, there's a lot of smart words in this article, but they basically... Now, that's scary. (laughs) They basically felt like this person was having, like, wavelengths of, what is it, the alpha, I think it is, is, like, a weird memory, because I know, like, there's the beta stage and all this stuff, but they basically had rapid movement, which would mimic flashing memories,
0: How cool is that?
1: Yeah. Well, they did say over in Canada that there was a person that had epilepsy, that a similar thing happened in 2016, but because of the epilepsy, they didn't know if it was related to memories flashing in their brain or if it was something with the epilepsy. So that one technically was the first one, if true, then this new one that just released, but... Yeah, the researchers recorded around 900 seconds of brain activity leading up to immediate after the patient's death.
0: 900 seconds? So
1: after their heart was stopped, they had 900 seconds of brain activity.
0: That's Okay, this is so bad. <laughs> what? I'm really trying to do the math. That's over 10 minutes, right? Because that I would be six so. That would be 600 minutes if it was 10 minutes. Yes. Yeah, so that's still, that's more than 10. I'm going to stop doing the math there. <laughs> that's more, that's, that's a long time.
1: Yeah, so they had repetitive patterns of neutral activity, also known as brain waves, changed when he was dying. They found that in 30 seconds before and after his heart stopped, there was an unusual change in his brainwave activity.
0: It's um 15 minutes. Is 900 seconds.
1: Oh, you figured it out?
0: Yeah. Because six times... That's a long time. Because 60 and then 10 is 600. And then another five on top of that. Six times five is 30. So it's another five (laughs) minutes on top of that. So it's 900 minutes.
1: Welcome to Bath with the Reeds.
0: Pretty cool. It took us a while, but yes, that's that is so fascinating.
1: So the team also gathered data and other types of things during the death, including the delta, the the theta, the alpha, and the beta waves. But it was the gamma waves that pointed towards the man's replaying memories from throughout his life in his brain. The phenomenon is called life recall. So, they had many reports of people, obviously, that say that have had near death experiences say that they had flashes before their eyes, like memory flashes before their eyes. Yeah. But they have no scientific proof. Well, with this, they feel like they kind of have scientific proof that that is true. Wow. They have done experiments in the past with rats, and they do say that rats kind of experience the same thing. But since their brains are way less complex than ours, they can't really confirm or deny that, yes, they're flashing memories of their life because they're rats. I mean, they don't have memories like we do.
0: I wonder if they saw that and the scientists are like, ah, they're probably just thinking about cheese. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I don't know, pizza rat's blowing up. They're probably just thinking about pizza. Oh, they're
1: probably thinking about pizza.
0: They I wonder if rats think as pizza think of pizza rat as like a deity. Like this like this all powerful rat that or finally got like the best prize on earth.
1: Yeah, it might be like the god rat.
0: Yeah. Pizza rat.
1: Yeah, but I thought this was really interesting. Um, I was reading it on live science. Um there's like you said, it's a pretty hardy article but it's really really interesting about how our brain waves work and how they meet up and what triggers emotion and memories and stuff like that but i think that's pretty interesting and neat that
0: That's super cool. They
1: might have recorded actual data that say like your life does flash before your eyes when you die.
0: I mean, I'm convinced. I'm totally convinced, even if they're like, because I'm sure in order to prove it, they need to do, you know, years of testing or whatever. But hey, sign me up. I'm I'm a believer.
1: Well, this is the thing I'm curious about, and this might be dumb, but I think like if your heart stops, you kind of you are dead.
0: Yeah, I think if your heart stops and technically you're dead, yes, you're pronounced
1: dead. But if your life flashes before your eyes and your brain works after you die, after your heart stops, would you even like recognize that your memories are flashing before your eyes or would your body already be kind of dead at that point?
0: I don't know. I mean, I equate it to like, I don't know, like unplugging your phone from from the phone charger. Yeah. So it's just existing off of the, the like battery power it has left. That's true. It's just significantly faster with your brains. I, I I really don't know. I mean, like, obviously, you've lost, like, most of your, like, body function or your organ, or like, organ failure or whatever else because your heart stopped pumping blood. Right. But I think if your brain is still kicking, there's still juice upstairs.
1: That's your machine.
0: I think, I, I mean, I would imagine you're still aware of it.
1: Well, that's like the whole thing of like people like, you know, you see the typical brain in a jar and it could like still be smart and it could still be functioning. It's just weird because it's like, could that really be a part po- like a possibility?
0: I think so. They're they are. I think they're currently like today studying ways to keep our brains active after we die and then uploading our consciousness or our brains to essentially to the cloud.
1: That's so crazy.
0: So people can communicate with you after you die, whether it's in real time or whether it's like an extremely accurate representation of who you are and how you would respond. Right. Like there, there are programs right now where I think if you, if you put in like five minutes, maybe, maybe it's 10 minutes of recorded voice computer programs can accurately recreate how you talk in your voice and whatever and like your your speech patterns and stuff yeah it might have an issue with both of us because we're ding-dongs but yeah but like yeah it like
1: malfunctions because it's like what are you even thinking about
0: yeah sorry it's hard not to make a fart noise (laughs) but yeah they're they're doing that stuff now with our brains like currently they're working on it right now
1: that's so wild. I
0: know. Isn't it so bizarre? And I think the 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 whole idea is that so you can continue to talk to people after they pass. Right. I mean, there'd be a huge market for that. I would like to just be gone. Just, no thank you. I'd like to just be gone. Please well, don't talk to me. If
1: you ever watch the like whole Black Mirror series, there is a episode kind of about that and like The pros and cons, I won't give any spoilers because they're black mirrors and they're always a twist, but I think it's like the first season or something or second, I'm not sure. But yeah, there's an episode of basically like, what if someone passes and you bring them back? And it's not really them, but it's an AI that is them.
0: It was the woman who brought her husband back, right? Yes. Yeah. That episode's cool.
1: Yeah. And it's, it is very macabre and weird and... Yeah, you kind of really don't realize the cons of that. Because it sounds really like, oh, I can have them back. and Mm -hmm. But, you know, sometimes it's not the best thing.
0: Maybe don't wanna.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: thanks, Lindsay. That was really cool.
1: Yeah, so I kind of just went on like a weird little journey. I explored.
0: You did, and I love exploring.
1: Explore.
0: Written in cursive. Yeah. Outside.
1: Next to my gather sign.
0: Nope, no thank you.
1: Every time I go shopping now or I go to like Target or, you know, TJ Maxx or something, it's like, it's just funny to me now how many gather signs there just are still.
0: There's a lot of gather signs. There's a lot of signs (laughs) that are written in like five different fonts. Like, in this house, we say this, and we do this, and in the kitchen, we do this, but on the weekends, we party hard.
1: In this house, we have a haunted cat or haunted ghost baby.
0: But on the weekends, we like to grip and rip.
1: But on the weekends, we have, we still have those haunted things, but, you know, we just forget about them.
0: We're just not here. <laughs>
1: we just don't work on the Ridden weekends. In, so. Yeah,
0: 12 different types of cursive <laughs> font, and then like a few bold letters. Yeah. Well, I think that's the end of our show.
1: Okay. Cool.
0: It is cool.
1: Yeah, we did it.
0: We're still doing it. You know, this October, there was a year in there where we were like, well, we need to chill. But we've been doing this show on and off for about five years. I know. And and I think it's cool that it is the end of our episode because we still can just flap our gums. Mm Mm-hmm and chat about whatever, spinach and ghosts.
1: We need to like get back out there and go to some haunted places, maybe do some more Estes Methods.
0: I would love to.
1: Those are always very interesting. Um, we have earlier episodes. You can listen to our Estes Method. We did, what, a cemetery a couple times. We did an old mining town. They're fun. They're interesting.
0: They are. They're super fun. Well, we would like to thank... Eli Rexford Chambers, the younger and wimpier brother of Morgan Riquet, who emailed us early in the episode, for writing the music you heard at the beginning, middle, and you will be hearing at the end of our show, you can find Eli on social media, at Eli Who Does Music. He's a sweet boy, and he's gentle and cute.
1: He's so cute.
0: Eli, also, we don't give him credit enough, because, you know, it's it doesn't fit the thing, but... Uh, If you listen to Podcube, Eli writes all the music for that, too.
1: Yeah, he's just writing music and flute-arming and being cute.
0: And flipping and flapping around.
1: Also, what's cute is the Scavengers Network. (laughs) We are part of the Scavengers Network. You can find our show and many other great shows at thescavengersnetwork.com. We have a Patreon. We have merchandise. Go check it out. We do things all the time.
0: Yeah, I was just drinking water. You can go check it out and you can do whatever you want.
1: Yeah, do whatever you want.
0: Speaking of doing whatever you want, you can do something that we want you to do. And that would be to tell people you know about our show. If you've been listening to our show for a while, you're listening for free for five years, do us a solid. Go to Apple Podcasts, go to Spotify, go to wherever you get your shows And if you can rate the show, review the show, do it. We would love you to do it. It helps us quite a bit. And it's nice to see.
1: It is nice to see.
0: So how about that? And also, while you're in the reviews, if you're on Apple Podcasts, you can see the review where someone hates our dog. And that's just funny to read.
1: Yeah, and they hate my voice.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so check that out. So
1: that's fun. (laughs) (laughs) We're over it. We swear. We just bring it up, you know. We've brought it up twice now.
0: Well, because I think it's just funny to talk about and we... You know,
1: it is funny. Behind
0: the scenes, we never want to talk about it because we're like, oh, whatever. We're not. It's annoying and weird. But you know what? It's funny. It's very funny. Yeah. But also, thank you so very much to everyone for listening to the show. If you're a new listener, if you're an old dusty crustier and you've been listening since 2017, which is weird, thanks for being here. It's very nice to have you here.
1: Yeah. We love hearing from everyone. So call our hotline. Email us. We just love being a part of your brain.
0: We do. Let Lindsay and I be a part of your brain.
1: Yeah. We're smart.
0: I tried to burp, but it was, good. it was quiet and weird. So I did edit the burp out.
1: Yeah, it was gross.
0: Well, until next episode, I hope you all have... I hope you all realize that you have a haunted pet living in your house. And it adds a little bit of spice to your life. Oh,
1: wouldn't that be nice?
0: Yes, it would.
1: That'd be nice. Real quick before we leave, what haunted pet would you want? Me? Yep.
0: Dog. Mm. It's not. I was gonna say boring answer, but it's not because dogs rip.
1: Okay. Cool. <laughs> what about you? Uh, chinchilla.
0: That'd be cute. Yep. Soft.
1: Well, have a spooky week.
0: All right, y'all. Bye-bye. Bye,
1: bye. <laughs> bye.
0: Check, checking one. Harder, pound, a pound, tin, tittle, let it. Pound on, pound a pound, cheeto, rip it. Hey, little thing, tap a down, pan on a down, tap down, shout out, a front day. Check one, two, checking, check. Can you check yours?
1: Yeah, you said cheeto rip it. <laughs> wow, you were singing that. I'm about to just cheeto
0: rip it. <laughs> cheeto grip it. Yeah. And then I'm going to get a cheeto grip it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, little thing, let me snack a Cheeto Crisp. Cause I'm to fill in the Cheeto time, Cheeto time. Che- Can you check yours, please? Don Cheetle. Cheetos.
1: Cheetle. John. John, John Cheetle.
0: John Breedle. <laughs> Hi, it's me. Oceans. Ocean. No, Don Cheetle wasn't an ocean. Yeah, he was. No, was he? Don Cheetle. Don <laughs> Cheetle. Now I know how I'm going to check my mic from now on. Don Cheadle. Molly, stop licking my knee. All right, I think we're good. Okay. Don Cheadle. Hey, little thing, Kevin. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven.
1: Community-focused.
0: Treasured content. This world is a peaceful one. Plains, mountains, swamps, pines. Cicadas sing, rivers flow, magic thrums through the air... And all of it's surrounded by a single massive wall, as ancient as history itself. So, you know, not that ancient. Thanks to the loss, prehistoric ain't all that long ago. Oh well, life is good, assuming you don't mind the looming thread of a mysterious skeletal society.
1: Side Character Quest A DD adventure, one player at a time.
0: Some worlds need a hero. This one? Yeah, might need a bit more than that. I'm gonna have to start putting the lock on the refrigerator door, because I can't make this peanut butter pie as fast as them children can eat it.